0: As a believer, you have a responsibility in how you live life here on earth. Do you believe that? You have a personal relationship with God and I'm telling you right now, there is action you need to take. Have you been delaying? Are you sitting there being like, oh my gosh, I know, but I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. What if I fail? If you've had those thoughts or are even having them now you are in the right place because there are 20 minutes ahead of you to speak truth and life right into your life and circumstances to get you to take action today. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl-next-door Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right you all You can probably tell by my voice that I'm a little under the weather. Nothing that will stop me. Just a season-changing, traveling, tired, kids' school germs, and I'm not used to that. You know how that goes. So please bear with me with this deep breathing. And if we cut a little early today, just pair this with another episode. I promise there is something the Holy Spirit has for you to hear today— And so, so often it's in something we've already heard, but we need to hear it again to actually receive it. If you're a parent, you know what it's like to tell someone something like the exact same thing again, and maybe even again, before they actually get it to sink in, right? So if this episode isn't 20 minutes and you've allowed yourself that time, podcast roulette me into another episode. You've got 50 choices. And with that, I'm so excited to talk about this today. I absolutely love how I have a whole topic that I think I'm going to share with you. And then as I get preparing, it just doesn't flow. Like, I don't even know why I get to the point of being frustrated anymore with it, because when that happens, I really need to remember how I got through it the last time and the time before that and the time before that. And if it's not flowing, I've learned, through experience in this past year especially, that God has something else for me to share this week. I've learned to surrender my thoughts and my plans. I've learned to close my computer and go about my regularly scheduled relationship plan with God. We head out for a walk together. That's my favorite kind of clarity session. I continue to read His Word and journal through it. Notice I said, I continue to read. And when I say that, I mean that I just keep on keeping on. I don't go Googling a scripture or a person in the Bible who went through what I want to talk about. I continue on right where he has me and where I feel he's leading me. And you know what happens? I was actually about to say, you know what usually happens, but I had to catch myself because truly it's every single time when I surrender my plans, my thoughts, my own will about this podcast and what I want to share. And when I literally continue on in the same relationship with God, he makes it so, so clear. Sometimes it's happened that what I wanted to talk about ends up being an episode later in a month or so. And when that episode happens to come out. I have way more clarity and more personal experiences and personal examples to share. See, I truly believe God speaks to me and every episode idea does come from Him. It's just that I need to go through it more first. There's an absolute fire episode that is in my bag that I spoke to my best friend about in May of this year. That's five months ago. And when I shared the idea with her and what had just happened in my life, she was like, oh, that's a podcast episode for sure. And I know it is too. But when I think about that situation, I don't feel quite ready yet to teach it. Like I still have some growing and developing to do too. Okay, I'm about to let you in on what has just happened. So I'm sitting here preparing, writing out notes for this little intro to what I thought God was shifting for me to speak about, and the flow shifted again. So as God is calling an audible, I'm going to need to go back and change the title of this episode for the second time. I'm pretty sure I got that football analogy right. I'm telling y'all, I can get down with almost any sport, but football was never really my thing. I think nearly everything I know about football I learned from watching, like, Last Chance You on Netflix and now some episodes and updates about Coach Prime. But what I do know is that the quarterback and the coach have the authority to call the plays, and those plays can change in an instance. And as a player on the team, either you go with the call and stay in formation together and succeed, or you do what you think is best and mess it all up, probably getting hurt in the process, if not hurt, at least embarrassed. So let's go. Let's talk today about taking action, and more specifically, taking action in your life as a believer. You've probably heard me say it many, many, many times. As a believer in Christ, you have responsibilities in this relationship. This is not a one-sided relationship. You are saved by grace through faith. Now you have a relationship with God, and how that relationship grows or doesn't grow, that part is up to you. You know this to be true. There are relationships we see here on Earth between child and parent that don't grow. The DNA of parent and child does not change, but there is a responsibility and ultimate action that needs to be taken to grow that relationship. So I want to break down to you four points about taking action. And like anything I teach, know that there's a challenge coming from this. Know that I'm going to ask you to have something in mind. I'm going to ask you to ask the Holy Spirit to help you examine yourself. I'm going to ask you to take action. I know it can be tough. I know it can be scary. And I know it can be powerful and impactful even while being tough and scary. So let's get right into this. Number one. Act from experience. Look, go ahead and put the old Ty Tribbett song on repeat if you need to. If he did it before, he can do it again. We know God, yes, from his word and from the history we read in the Bible. And we also know him from our own experiences in life. Think about it. There are things we actually go through, and if we never went through them, we would never get to know God in that way. Do you believe that? Like, for instance, if you've never been down and out financially, if you never really needed him to come through for the rent, for that bill, for the food, if you never had to pray for him to come through in that way, do you think you would ever fully know him as your provider? I mean, sure, you can recognize that he is your provider all along, providing for the job, providing for the inheritance, providing through others, but there's just something about a personal experience. Do you know the only way to personally experience God as healer? Yeah, it's to be sick (laughs) and to be healed. Sometimes we don't want to ever experience something a little difficult. We even sometimes think it's a punishment, but let me assure you, God's desire is not to punish you. His love doesn't function like that. His desire is to reveal himself to you, to guide you with his love, to raise you up to walk with him, and to do it not just for you, but for others. Then... You act from experience. Once I have experienced God as my provider, I act from that. First of all, I understand stewardship and properly managing all he has blessed me with, but then I act according to how he worked in the past, how he worked it out, how he took me a different direction, how he called an audible, how he was just God, and I was grateful for that. I guess I could have called this point act from faith, but experience makes faith more personal, right? Wow, so true. Experience makes faith more personal. So good. I think I've shared this with y'all before, but one of the most amazing things that has happened in this past year as I committed to this podcast weekly is that I understand differently how God and I communicate effectively. I've shared how I go hiking and intentionally call him at the bottom of the mountain, and I listen for his instruction of what to share by the time I reach the top. I've learned to listen to him and how I listen to him. I've learned how he speaks to me. I've learned, just as I said at the beginning of this episode, I've learned to surrender my will and my thoughts and my plans when they seem to just not be flowing and go straight to him. And how do I go to him? In the ways I know worked in the past. In the ways I've experienced him in the past. So the first point I want to make to you is to encourage you to act from experience. If he did it before, he can do it again. Okay, secondly... Act from obedience. Yeah, this one. Oh my goodness, I can think of so many times this is true. Let's talk about Noah for a moment. Genesis chapter 6. God, first of all, is super strategic and clear with his instructions and plans. Remember that truth. And check out verse 14 of chapter 6. God says to Noah, Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. He goes on to give more and more specific instructions of how to construct the boat. In verse 17, God says, Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Chapter 7, verse 4, God says, Seven days from now, I will make the rains pour down on the earth and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, here's the thing we often don't think about when it comes to Noah and the ark and how we may have learned the story back when we were young. A boat? What was a boat? Not to mention, it had never rained down from heaven before. Genesis chapter 2 verse 6 says this, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. So not only now do I see the account of Noah and the ark as a miracle, as a clear act from God, as an example of his intentional specificity in his plan and his instructions, but I also am encouraged by Noah. In fact, knowing the behind the scenes and the details, I'm not only encouraged by Noah, I'm actually amazed by him. He was faced with the tasks, with the assignments, clearly from God. And in order to complete these assignments and take action, he had to do something he had not only never experienced himself before, but he had to do something based on God's word that nobody had ever experienced. You don't think everyone called him crazy? But check this out. Genesis chapter 6 verse 22. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. Genesis chapter 7 verse 5, so Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Check this out. When we act in obedience, the blessing is released in the instant we are obedient. Man, if we could understand this, let's talk about Noah some more. He didn't have to build the boat, follow the instructions, get the animals, send the dove, and then receive God's blessing. Noah was blessed the moment he said, Okay, God. The moment he said, Yes, that's when the action was blessed. Let's really talk about this podcast because this is real for me and this is a truth I live by. The moment I said yes to starting this podcast and took action, that is when God blessed it. It's not more blessed when 5,000 people listen each week. Whether there are three of you listening or 10,000, the blessing flowed when I took action in obedience. So, what do you need to do? Have you actually known for a long time what it is? Probably. I've been there. I shared that I knew I was supposed to start a podcast like this years ago. And then finally, one day, I acted in obedience. Can you imagine what this world would be like if we as believers all acted in obedience like Noah did? And Kayla did everything as the Lord commanded her. And Angela did everything as the Lord commanded her. And Eric did everything as the Lord commanded him. And Ty did everything as the Lord commanded her. Can you seriously imagine what this world would be like if we each acted in obedience to God's commands? Well, you can only control you, but also you make a difference. Your actions matter. They matter to God, which means they matter in his plan, which means they matter to bless and reach others, which means they matter to this world. You, your action in obedience, it matters. Okay, so act from experience and act in obedience. Next, act with purpose act with purpose. I could tag team this one with act with intention. Intention and intentional are words I like to use a lot. I spend intentional time with God each day. I encourage you to spend intentional, purposeful time with God. Not just willy-nilly, not to tick off a checkbox, but to intentionally spend time with him to grow your relationship. So let's talk about this action you're going to take because you do know you're going to take some action following this episode, right? Make your action purposeful. Make your action intentional. See, you get to decide how this action really happens. So, okay, I'm going to try to think of a simple example, and I don't know why, but this keeps coming up. It's a story I heard many years ago about faith. I don't actually know if it's someone's true testimony, but I remember the story, and it stuck with me, so maybe it'll stick with you too. So the story goes that this person was believing God for a new car. They had a bus pass for years and had just moved into a new home. And they were in faith, totally believing for a car, for the finances for a car. But check this out. Their garage was full of their junk, full of boxes of stuff they didn't want in the house, but also boxes of stuff they didn't want to go through and sort through. Well, finally, one day someone said to them, hey, you're expecting God to bless you with a car, but you have nowhere to put it. Maybe if you clean out your garage, there will be room for the blessing to come to you. I know that may be a silly example, but it stuck with me. There is often so much junk we hold onto in our lives, and it's preventing us from what we are really asking God to do or provide for us. The person didn't just need junk removal service, they needed to purposefully take action to clean out the garage. As a single woman who desires to be a wife, there are purposeful actions that I take to ensure that I am prepared for that blessing. The types of friendships I have, the type of activities I do, the type of growth I do within myself, the experiences and opportunities I partake in, they are with purpose. I act with purpose. The blessing I'm desiring from God, my actions daily are purposefully and intentionally to get me closer or keep me close to him and receiving that blessing. You won't find me at a club with single people. You'll find me having coffee, or tea probably, with experienced married women and soaking up like a sponge all the wisdom they have to share. You probably take purposeful and intentional action in other areas of your life, right? You prepare for work, you pack your lunch, you set out your clothes, you stay up late if needed to complete a task. You take purposeful action to succeed at your job. You purposely join a gym, a spin studio, a yoga studio, or a walking club. You take intentional and purposeful action to get to that goal you have. Okay, so now it's time in your relationship with God. What can you commit to? What will you commit to purposefully and intentionally? Remember, this is not a checklist. This is purposeful and intentional action. Okay and finally act with boldness. This one right here I actually love because sometimes we're asked to take action that is a little scary, that is unfamiliar, that is uncomfortable and sure I'll quote 2nd Timothy 1 7 again and remind myself that God did not give me a spirit of fear and I will also put on my big girl pants and take action with boldness even when I am scared or unsure even when it is uncomfortable. I am bold I am called, I am his. Do you need to say that to yourself right now with me? Let's do it. Say it with me. I am bold, I am called, I am his. Okay, are you ready for a little truth from Kayla's mind that may be an unpopular opinion? I don't know if this is for someone listening to hear directly, but I feel like I need to say it because in business, especially in entrepreneurship in this time, there's a lot of talk about taking messy action. Just take messy action. And although I'm not a messy action taker, I'm just not, and I think that's okay, I can get on board with the idea, I guess when it comes to making a post on social media if you're unsure or don't like the angle of the picture you took, when it comes to doing the thing you're afraid of in your business, when it comes to saying yes when you don't know the exact next step, I can get down with that. But it's time to actually shift your mindset. It's time to shift your perspective. It's time to shift your words. And hear me clearly, just because something is trending just because there's a catchy phrase just because it works for some people doesn't mean it's effective for you okay truth moment last year i invested in a christian women in business coaching program and in one of the sessions i shared with the coach how i was struggling with posting on social media because i was feeling this pressure to share god's word correctly to not mess up to make sure it's what he wants me to say and i was kind of like stuck Well, the first suggestion was that I just take messy action. The coach and I actually worked through this model of thought that when done can get you to a successful outcome to move forward. And at one point she said, what if your outcome, your successful statement, basically you can tell yourself is, it's okay if I say the wrong thing. Some of the other women on the call nodded in agreement, but me, still wiping the tears from my vulnerable sharing about this pressure I was feeling, I simply looked at the coach and said, nope, that won't work for me. I went on to explain and say, that's like me saying, it's okay if I miss the shot I'm about to take. It's okay if I lose this game we're about to play. What the heck? I don't go into a shot or go into a game with that mentality. Now, sure, if that's the outcome, we can be okay, but I don't go into it with the mindset of, it's okay if I mess up. Absolutely not. So we went back to the drawing board, and what came out of that call in the following 15 minutes is still on a bright pink post-it note beside my bed. And maybe I'll share it exactly with you one day. But for now, let me just say this. I act in boldness. Remember, I am bold. I am called. I am his. I don't take messy action. It's never motivated me or encouraged me. In fact, it's actually discouraged me. I take bold action. I take purposeful action. I take intentional action. Is it always perfect? No. Look, you already know words hold power. So if you're going to take action... And you're going to use an adverb to describe that action? What do you really want that adverb to be? Me? I'll tell you what, messy is not the word of my choice. Messy doesn't encourage me. It actually makes me feel like I'm doing something unprepared or forcing something or not representing myself or God the way I truly want to. So hear me when I say this, because you get to decide for yourself. The action you take, you get to decide how you describe it. Me? Me? I am taking purposeful action. I'm taking intentional action. I'm taking bold action. Does that mean my actions are perfect? Absolutely not. Shoot, go back and listen to episode 1, episode 2, episode 15, and so many more. For me, some of those episodes are completely cringeworthy. But I took action. And I took action purposefully. And I took action intentionally. And I took action boldly. What did that look like? It looked like studying and preparing even when I didn't always know how it would turn out. It looked like sitting in my closet and making sure my sound quality was at a level I wanted that would portray the quality project I wanted to make sure I put out there with God's name on it. It looked like staying consistent and disciplined with dropping a new episode every Tuesday that hit that 20-minute mark that stayed true to His word and my walk. See, some may say I took messy action, but I say absolutely not. Just because it's your buzz phrase in your industry right now, that doesn't mean I need to use that same description for my process. Did Jesus take messy action? Did God take messy action? I mean, if you want to call spitting in dirt and rubbing it in someone's eyes as messy, then... (laughs) But the truth is that every action Jesus took, every action God took and continues to take, is purposeful, is intentional, and well... It must be bold because God is bold. I take my example from that. So here's your challenge. It's time. It's time to take action. Oh my goodness, I'm at the end of this episode and I didn't even mention the one verse I read actually this morning that prompted this shift in God speaking to me about what to share. And we clearly made it 20 minutes, so thank you for bearing with me, congested voice and probably loud breathing and all. But the verse, it's Philemon. Yes, that one chapter, one page book of the Bible. It's verse 6. Paul instructs in this way. He says, I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. That's it. That's what spurred this entire episode. That one verse I read this morning, Paul prays that Philemon will put into action, to take action, and he clarifies that he prays that Philemon will take action from his own experiences he has with Christ. Take action. What action are you going to take today? Yes, I said today. And I want you to also think about how you're going to describe that action. Remember, the blessing comes from starting, from saying yes, from your obedience. Take action today. Act from experience, act from obedience, act with purpose, and act with boldness. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at HisWordMyWalkPodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Boot Camp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at KaylaPraise. I'll see you next time.